podcast where no real estate professional gets left behind in the pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. A podcast designed to help you build the foundation of a powerful real estate career. Join real estate experts Ricardo Bueno, Marketing Technology Director at West, Duncan Stevie, CEO of Lighthouse Escrow, Dutch <laughs> partner at Bywise Mortgage, and founder of Find My Way Home, as they bring you real-world strategies, marketing ideas, and solutions straight from the trench. Hey guys, happy Friday. Introduction. I feel like it's Saturday right now. It seemed like that <laughs> took like a whole day. We're, so we're all here quarantined. <laughs> I'm actually not quarantined. I've, I've been at the office for the last couple of weeks because we constitute an essential business, which I think really frankly says everything that needs to be said about me versus the rest of you guys. <laughs> but I think this week uh, we're starting to feel people um, people's sort of mental pressure here, right? So there's, there's a question about stress level. Uh, I, I, I posted a post on my Facebook account about grief, right? The people are kind of going through the five stages of grief here. There's, you know, denial and people are wrestling with, you know, this isn't happening. And then it's, you know, uh, sadness and anger. And, and now we're starting to get to the acceptance phase of like, all right, this is, this is a real deal. We're having to deal with it. Maybe, maybe we even know some people who have contracted the disease at this point. Uh, maybe it's gone very badly. Maybe someone even died in your circle. And so in, in, in light of this environment, mindset is so so huge right mental resilience mental fortitude thinking about how to stay positive while also being realistic and, and not coming across as pollyannish and and that's the, the subject that we want to kind of wrestle with today and um the the, the 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 title of this is using the powers for good because I think part of the direction we're going to end up going with this is talking about how we each uniquely have something that's valuable and good to contribute to the world. And so part of, you know, getting ourselves into that right mindset probably is going to involve really talking about and, and leaning into those superpowers, as we're calling them. But first, I wanted to just hand it off to you guys. And Ricardo, I want to toss it to you first. Uh, just tell me a little bit about how you are helping people keep a positive mindset uh, optimistic mind, how you're helping them just get in the right headspace. So the, the challenge right now is I've, I've, I'm still going on a lot of appointments. Um, we're just pivoting the way we handle our appointments. We're doing zoom calls and a lot of people seem to be panicked over, um, you know, how am I going to handle a transaction or how am I going to handle, um, how many go about business as usual when all of this stuff is happening? And what if my seller doesn't want to come? Um, what if my seller doesn't want to allow me to preview the home? Or what if you don't want to allow the photographer? Your seller doesn't want anybody coming coming in and out of the home. Um, I have agents who are just looking at the news, refreshing the news, and they're just looking at the count. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that website about how many infections, how many deaths yeah. there have been, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Or something like that. Yeah. And so here's the thing. When all you're doing is looking at the news and looking at the negative and you're just depressed, that mirrors off into the conversations that you're having with other people. That mirrors off into the conversations you're having with your prospects, mirrors off into the conversations you're having with the clients. It mirrors off into the conversations you're having with your family when you're at the dinner table. And if you think about that, that kind of sucks. Yeah. So, um, you can escape it at that point, right? Like if it's, if it's in your house and you're quarantined in your house, 
You can't yeah. keep it. Right. So um, I think mindset has always sort of been important. I think mindset is just a thousand times more important now than it ever has been. And so it's funny. I used to, um, I'm not a big affirmations guy. I don't wake up. I don't do affirmations. I don't do vision boards. Um, but this stuff is hard for a lot of us. And so we have to have some level of um, mental clarity with how we're approaching our day if we want to stay sane um, in our day to day while we're still going about our business. So um, for me, it's been it, I still very much operate by my calendar and I schedule physical activities to keep myself kind of sane and mentally uh, mentally stable. And then I've been actually creating and consuming um, a lot more probably because I'm not going out from appointment to appointment and wasting drive time in between. I, I, um, I'm going back to a space that for me is actually, um, I enjoy it. I enjoy having this time to, to do deep work, focus and create. And that's probably why I'm creating so much content. Um, but I'm also paying attention to the stuff I'm consuming. I'm consuming more podcasts. I'm consuming more uh, video content, content on the stuff that I want to learn. Um, because you're either you're either uh, I guess sharpening your axe during this time and getting better at the things where there might be deficits, or you're not. And what sucks is um, when all of this blows over and and we're back to some semblance of normalcy. You're either going to be better, or or you're not. Yeah, that's really interesting, Scott. What about you? What are you doing? You always have a positive mindset. Uh oh. <laughs> we can't we can't hear you at all so. <laughs> it's quiet you're just over there looking pretty mouth is moving this is a silent <clears throat> film folks welcome to the silent <laughs> film podcast where we play for you video of people in silent film <laughs> grinning so happily the best part about this is scott is actually the host so if he goes we all go <laughs> Uh, well, 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 Scott tries to figure out how microphones work. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, Scott, you just keep trying. And when we hear you, I'll stop talking. But I'll go ahead and talk about what I'm doing for a second. Oh, I think I hear something. I hear something. It sounds like ear pods getting stuck <laughs> with. It's my back God. up. It's plan B, baby. Oh, my God. That thing is amazing. If you if you aren't watching, Scott has gone the <laughs> epic pair of headphones with a microphone attached. Oh man, he's like he's like, uh, he's like in the in the air control tower, dude. Those are my old school uh, call center dude, days. Exactly, you got a backup. The amazing thing is that I had it right here, and I was able to employ. <laughs> so, so your 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 question and 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 this whole super thing. Um, you know, my my uh, you'll find it on all my social media, all of my um, sort of the mantra that I've always lived by um, is something that I actually picked up in elementary school. My sixth grade teacher introduced me to Zig Ziglar, if you can imagine that um, there was a thing for elementary skid, elementary kids, elementary school kids, not kids, school kids um, that was called the uh, ICANN course. 
it was called the ICANN course in it. And one of the things that I've always taken from Zig Ziglar is you can have anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. And I think right now, um, are we all have something that we are uniquely great at? We all have a superpower, right? And you you use that superpower to the best of your ability. You can either use that immense power for good or you can use it for evil. If you're out there, you see the people out there trying to take advantage of the situation necessarily for good. Um, what Ricardo is doing, his superpower, at least what I think his superpower is, is his ability to translate and communicate and draw out um I think very positive um, and educational and informational content out of other people. And Ricardo has been doing a lot of uh, podcasts and interviews. He interviewed a friend of mine the other day, uh, Andrew Pollack from, from lead pops. He's a smart guy. Um, and he's been interviewing a lot of people and he's really, really good at that. Um, <laughs> my, my superpower is not so sexy, but I, I got really, really good after 2007 at helping people qualify for mortgages that have gone through so i am a preeminent nationwide expert at buying homes after bankruptcy foreclosure short sale so i've been in these guidelines for like 10 years and so using that experience and helping people navigate back into the housing market after the financial crash of 2007 um, i think has uniquely equipped me to be able to translate a lot of the information and misinformation that's out there about what homeowners options are. Um, this is an unprecedented time and we've never been we've never been in anything like this before. But the thing I think that we can feel great about is that the underlying fundamentals of 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 the economy um, were unbelievably strong before this virus happened. Right? So it stands to reason that on the other side of this thing, we're going to recover relatively quickly. And what my biggest concern is, is that like I see YouTube videos of people going out there saying, hey, here's how you skip three mortgage payments, right? <laughs> or here's the clue on, on how you skip yeah. your mortgage payments. And holy shit, if you follow that advice, you're going to lose your house in less than six months. And, and it's crazy to me how much misinformation and how misleading people are being out there. This is a time when we literally just have to, we need to stay together communicate and have these conversations um, out loud in front of our peers, um, I think is helping, is going to help some people. Um, but ultimately, we just need to hang in there. You need to hold out as long as you possibly can um, and just hang in there. Nobody, I know it sounds like everybody's getting a, a, getting a payday and a bunch of free shit from the government. Um, I don't know why I'm cussing so much today. I guess I've been locked in my house for three weeks and all of that. <laughs> there's the anger coming out. But there's no free money out there. There's there's just everybody trying to figure out how to get through this. Nobody's going to get paid for going through this hardship. Um, but everybody's trying to figure out how to go through it as gracefully as possible. So what I'm trying to do, Dustin, is, is, is I'm trying to take the things that I think are my personal um, – 
the most positive traits about my personality or my knowledge or my experience. And I'm just trying to identify what I use to help as many people at this time um, during this time as absolutely possible. And for me, it's talking about really boring stuff like, um, you know, should you, what is, what is, for parents, what are your options for making your payment? Should you consider bankruptcy? How's that going to impact your ability to stay in your home? Um, those are the conversations that I'm having. Those are the, the, the that's my experience and my superpowers that I'm going to try to bring to the uh, try to bring to anybody that'll listen. Yeah, that's interesting. So your superpowers seem very externally facing. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I think I. I mean, I think everybody has externally facing superpowers unless you're just a complete and total narcissist. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to pull the complete and total narcissist card. Um, so my, I think my superpower here um, is especially from a mindset perspective, you know, starting with the, the sort of baseline of mindset and then working out superpower for me, what I found to be very helpful is organization. So prior to, to all this happening, my personal home office was a mess because I was super busy. My office office was a mess because I was super busy. There was just a mound of stuff. You know, we talked last week about, um, you know, how to focus priorities. And there was a bunch of things Ricardo had mentioned that he was putting off. And, and I, I'm like, man, there's a bunch of stuff I was putting off. So after last week's podcast, I actually just set my mind to knocking out the things that I've been putting off. And this week, I have managed to get both of my desks down to a perfectly clean status, which is amazing. And what I, I was telling a friend about this, and I said, man, you know, it's so funny. I cleaned, I cleaned my home office, which is in my bedroom, uh, and I cleaned my personal office. And I just feel so light, like so focused, so good, like, uh, like a huge weight is off my shoulders. And he told me he lives in New York City. I mean, stuff is going down in New York City. And and he had a guy in his building. Uh, uh, he works for Spotify, works in one of these skyscrapers. And there's a guy in, in the same building who had COVID-19 early. And so there was a big scare about it having spread through the building. So like he's, you know, he's very much in the thick of it. And he, he did the same thing. He had actually just recently moved into a new apartment, hadn't even unpacked when all this went down. And he unpacked and he set up his life. And he said, yeah, you know, same thing for me, just you know, having boxes unpacked, having my space sort of set, having a clean environment that really helped me in the midst of all this chaos to center and focus. So going to this, you know, how that translates to superpowers, going to the superpowers point, for me, I think a superpower is that I can see things from a process and connection standpoint. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I step into an environment where there's a lot of great ideas or maybe there's a lot of terrible ideas, but there's like a lot of, you know, ideas float like just flying around and everyone's all hyped up on ideas. I'm pretty good at coming in and saying, all right, how do we structure this and turn this into something that converts and actually makes us money and measure it and we can, you know, scale it and, and, and make it better. And so what I'm actually really appreciating about this time is that it like this whole experience for me has just been magically clarifying because all of the excess, all of the ornamental stuff that was put on top of a lousy frame and covering up just the, the shallowest notions, like all of that is burned away. There is no room for anything that isn't fundamental right now. Um, and by the way, that includes a whole host of stupid pieces of crap regulation that have sat around and, and just hampered our industry for so freaking long. 
right? Like I don't Damn. even get me started on the topic of escrow working remotely. I just want to, I want to hit so many things with a bat right now when I think about it. Like mm-hmm. we're finally in a place where the department of business oversight is, is allowing us to work remotely because we have to. And, and oh my God, it turns out it's totally doable. Like it's been done by every other industry for as long <laughs> as people have had remote connections. Like, you know, I, anyway, so like we're beginning to, to peel back the onion here on what was just red tape? What was just bureaucrats stuck in calcification and major corporations stuck in calcification yep. and rule rigidity that had no place in, in our modern economy? Right. And, 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 and we're, we're even starting to see it now, you know, like all the innovation that's being opened up, all the creativity that's coming alive. This is a, these are process things. And a guy like me looking in this environment, I'm like, man, this is so beautiful because now I can see what's actually fundamental. And not only can I see it for myself, but you know, I've been getting on calls this week with, uh, with people who are just struggling with their businesses. Some of them real estate agents, some of them other people. Um, you know, I, I do mentorship for d- different people in, in, in small business contexts. And the conversations I'm having are just so amazing because, you know, these people are like, oh, you know, oh, I just, I don't know, like, what's going to happen with the economy and whatever. It's like, okay, that's fair. It's outside of your control. But what in your life, like, now is yeah. coming into, into, like, really clear view that we can actually start building upon and, and helping you to, to, to realize, like, your full potential here, what you're good at, like, who you are, as we've said so many times on this podcast, Right. Let's capitalize on that. What does that look like? What does it look like for you to launch your brand and, and, to, and to build up from here with the fundamentals clearly revealed? And those conversations have just turned and they've been really remarkable and people get fired up. Um, and I, I personally, like, I I don't want to, I don't want to come across as this guy whose head is in the sand, right? Like I know people are losing their jobs. I know people are yeah. wondering just really like at a basic level how can I get diapers for my kids? Like, how can I, how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to be able to buy food? Because a, it's either not at the grocery store or B, I don't have the money for it. Um, I know that people have people who are sick and dying, Mm -hmm. right? Like this is, this is real, but it's not the whole story. Right. Well, you, you, you say something that's really, you you said something that's really interesting and, and we've, talked about this a couple of times. I think a couple of episodes ago, we talked about the scarcity versus abundance mindset. And that's almost DNA, right? That's almost how you're hardwired. And you see that come out right now, because the people that have a scarcity mindset, um, you would think that the world is ending. The world isn't ending. It, it was paused for about a month. And no, we don't know what's going to come out of this. but. Um, Focus You're on right. I mean, this control. is a really, yeah, no, no, I mean, this is a really good time. I mean, Dustin, you relate this to business and this is an amazing time to focus on your business. Like if you're an entrepreneur, um, but this is also a good time to, to spend with your family, with yourself, learning new things, doing, you know, we don't, it's funny because we are forced into this scenario where you're with Alvin. And isn't there like an old joke of like the worst thing that could ever happen is you're just stuck with yourself, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you have to deal with yourself, yeah. you know? So yeah. it, it's, it's really, really interesting. And, and I think even if people don't think that they have a scarcity mindset, if you're feeling, if you're feeling like overwhelmed about this situation that we're in right now, 
um, you have a scarcity mindset and it literally is just a mindset. You changing the, your perception of this, this time right now um, is not going to change what's going on. It's only going to change the way that you deal with it. Because you, you keep coming back to how people are wired. And I'm wondering if you have that scarcity mindset right now, and it's totally, I mean, I want to be clear. It is totally natural to have a scarcity mind. It's totally natural to be afraid. Scott, if you think that that's a hardwired thing, how do people change? How do they, what can they look at, if anything, to snap out of it and see, and see the potential, the beauty in the pandemic? Well, I don't know if you see beauty, but you're forced to, you're forced to look in the mirror. And normally we go through life and we have so much external stimuli and we basically create the lives that we want to live in. So you surround yourself with people that will listen to your complaining all of the time and, and that you can talk down to and that will reinforce your shitty attitude. Um, <laughs> but this is a time that you're kind of, you no, you're kind of stuck with your, you're kind of stuck with yourself. And when I say hardwired, Dustin, I mean out of the box. So out of the box, no matter what, I don't know if it's nurture or nature, but your inclination is to see the negative side of things. Of it's not a permanent, it's not a permanent affliction. It's, it's literally, it, it's the way you process stimuli. It's the way you process input information that's coming in right now. And it's the way you process it and what, what you, what you make of it. You know how you translate that. Um, you're going to have a real tough time living with your living with a scarcity mindset um, for the next 30 days locked in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you can only clean it once, and you can only and it only takes a few minutes to keep it clean after that. Okay, so how 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 do we discover our superpower? How did you guys discover your superpowers? Ha! <laughs> uh, just doing, I guess. It was something I reflected on. So it's the decisions that you make in your life at, at, at given times. And then you look back and you reflect on that and you say that particular decision um, really put me in a good position to handle the things that are going on in my life right now. I, I, and, and for me, it literally was the conscious decision to be a certain you know, type of person. I told this story about, you know, leaving Michigan when I was 20 years old and, and uh, driving across the country to be a new person. You know, um, it was a, it was a choice. It was a decision. It was a mindset. Um, but I mean, I, I, at that time I had a very, very scarcity mindset and I probably felt for no good reason, a lot like a lot of people feel like right now is just completely out of control um, and kind of helpless. And that's a really, really tough thing for people to deal with is helplessness. Yeah. Well, of course. And, and when, when, when you were dealing with that feeling of helplessness, how did you turn a corner? It's, but I mean, I, 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 it hit me like an epiphany and I just realized that if I can, if things continue to, to be the same as they always, as if they continue to be the same as they are now, um, that's not a life I want to live. You know, I mean, it was, it was, this sucks. It sucks feeling bad all the time. It sucks feeling nervous all the time. It sucks being, you know, feeling like you have to control everything all of the time. It's, um, Listen, life's going to go on regardless of your attitude. Your attitude only controls how you deal with it. 
what you how you react it has absolutely <clears throat> nothing to do with how it plays out this plays out regardless of how you feel about it okay so why are you laughing so why are you laughing Ricardo? no because you're you're a hundred percent correct um yeah. I have I have friends that you know as much as they're as much as they're friends I'm like dude you're just negative energy <laughs> I I can't I can't be around you your your attitude is like you said life is going to go on regardless of the attitude you have about it how do you help that that's what I'm well, trying to what Dustin said earlier well and what Dustin so, said earlier is you get on the other side of this thing and and your peers and your community are going to judge you based on how you reacted to this same situation that everybody else is in. Okay. Okay. But so Dustin's asking, how do you get out of that? And, and I, you know, for me, it's mentorship. You need mentorship. Um, for me, I, I, I have people that I reach out to. Um, I have mentors that I'm lucky to, I don't reach out to them as often as, I don't reach out to them as much because I'm, I feel like I'm a, generally speaking, I'm a very positive, uh, minded person. Um, but when I do need help with something, you know, I do reach out to people for mentorship. I, for as confident as I am, sometimes I also, uh, need that pat on the shoulder to be reminded that I'm doing a good job or doing the right things. So, um, I reach out to people for that mentorship or for that positive reinforcement. Um, we all need positive reinforcement in our lives, whether it's, I don't know, personal or professional, but God, especially in, in real estate where you deal with rejection just all day, every day. So, um, in when, when the market's hot, uh, it's easy for everyone to kind of have some semblance of success when it gets tough, like where we are now, I, I think it's important that you take care of, take care of your health first and foremost, but it's important to build not just systems and processes, whatever, like that stuff is important, but you need to build mentorship. You need to have, um, you need to have a team around you or people that you can reach out to, to give you that positive reinforcement, because if you're not getting it, you, you need to get it from somewhere. You, you need to surround yourself with that positive energy. If you don't, I, I think you're, I think you're stuck. And I think that's a horrible well, thing. I, mean, I think, I think part of that also is um, is embracing um, some degree of humility as, mm -hmm. as well, you know? So, I mean, that's a really big, important part of it. I mean, you know, we don't like to show weakness, right? So you feel like, you, you know, don't feel guilty or feel bad about feeling like the world's crashing in around you because it quite literally is. So that, that's a fact. Let's move on now. Now, how do we deal <laughs> with it? Um, you know, and, and individually, I mean, listen, we don't, we don't, we don't wave a magic wand and make this all better. The three of us get on these calls and we talk to each other. Um, you know, I don't know if we fully explain this, but when we decided to launch this almost what, 20 episodes ago, um, we just said, you know what, we like talking to each other and we like talking to each other about this stuff. So what the hell, let's record it and get it out there. So the three of us are talking to each other and maybe by doing this, um, maybe somebody watches this and they listen to this and they say, God, you know what? That, that is something, maybe I should get one or two of my close friends that we talk to and get on a Zoom call or we're using, uh, we're using a service called BeLive um, 
but if anybody is watching this video, um, all three of us are willing to uh, jump on a call with you, right? Or, or any one of us is willing to jump on a call with you. And uh, if you think a conversation with one of us is going to help you weather these challenges, then by all means, reach that's why we're putting ourselves out there and it doesn't matter whether there's a crisis if there was no crisis i would still be saying the same thing if there was no crisis i would still be saying hey if anybody has any questions or if they think i can help anybody or if they recognize that i have a superpower that i can help them use that i can use contact me anytime but that's just who we are so yeah. put, well, put it out there put it out here's one take on the situation that we're presently in that i haven't heard other people say but you know how they're always saying that uh, the one thing that we all have a fixed amount of is time, right? Like you can get more <laughs> money or you can get more, but you yeah. can never, you know, you can't ever make more time. The funniest thing just happened. Somehow time got made. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We've got nothing but time. Yeah, you got you got tons of like maybe of this rare moment in your life. Somehow the forces of nature, God, whatever, made for you time. And this is what you've always said you've you've always wanted, right? Like you're you're at home, yeah. And you might even be getting paid because all your you know your business is getting uh, money from the government to keep you paid, right? Um, there are all sorts of things going. On. You've got time, so so let's just start there. Like if 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 your world feels like it's collapsing and you've got nothing going on, think about the fact that you've always wanted time, and now you got time, and hmm. and and just kind of sit on that for a second. Um, I, I was reading an that article. Is, that, that is so incredibly insightful. I just that that just is you're blowing my mind right now. That that's <laughs> so so true. And, and I was telling Josh yesterday, I almost feel guilty because I'm actually really excited about spending the next three weeks working on projects. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I'm like I'm almost giddy with all the stuff that I'm getting done right now because I have nothing but time. You know, <laughs> it's like I don't have to get up. At a certain time, even though I do, but I mean, I have all the time in the world, and I don't have the distractions other than snoring dogs behind me. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting. It's interesting. Mindset's a mindset's an interesting animal. So here, here's something else about mindset. I was reading. I've been reading uh, recently about emotional intelligence and crisis management situation, um, and one uh, author suggested something I thought was pretty powerful. So he was on a call with somebody who was in the midst of a crisis, uh, a work-related crisis, right? Things were just going south. And so what he had the person do is he had the person step out of the office and uh, just be outside for a moment and take a seat. And then uh, when the person did this, he's like, okay, well, what are you sitting on? Oh, it's it's a brick wall. It's a, it's a half brick wall. Okay, how, how tall is a brick wall? What color are the bricks? You know, what what's the texture of the bricks? What's around you? What are the smells? Is there a, like, are you on a planter? What's in the planter, right? And it was basically a five to 10 minute uh, exercise of the person just focusing in great detail on what was immediately in their vicinity and taking in their environment. And what that did, it's a mental hack because what it does is it is it is it causes you to de-escalate and it causes you to then become more sort of aware and to not be not to be pulled into a situation where your mind is in fight or flight or uh, fight mode. Right. And once that happens, you turn a corner mentally right now, you're able to just sort of 
okay, now you're able to re start reabsorbing and controlling the flow. You don't have all of these hormones and all this other stuff firing off in your brain that's suggesting to you that you need to behave frantically, right? And so what's the equivalent of that for you? You've got time. You've got this thing you've always said you want. you got time. But maybe you can't absorb it right now or take advantage of it because your brain is in frantic flight or fight mode, right? And so step out. Do that. Give yourself a, a chance to just sort of ah, de-escalate, right? Um, and then going back to the conversation of you know, superpowers again, it's like, okay, what, what are you good at now? Like, just start thinking about that. What, what are you naturally inclined to do with this time? Uh, do you want to read? Go read. And then you think about how do I externalize that reading to something of value? Well, maybe if you're good at reading and you enjoy reading and it really fills your soul to read, then when you come across something that, that sparks joy, you share it on social media, right? Like, oh, I came across this quote, really lit me up. I think it might help you out, right? Um, that's a way that you take something that you're, you know, you've now got the right mindset. You're now, you're now using your time in a way that makes you happy. And then you start externalizing that and that becomes your superpower. Yeah. You know, when I, when I use the word hardwired, Dustin, and you, I think you just reinforced this. I'm really talking about lizard brain. I'm talking about fight or flight, that, 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 um, desire that's, that, that, the, the fight or flight that you can't control when you feel threatened. And I think that's where a lot of people are right now. And the pattern interrupt of reflecting and, you know, deconstructing your environment and getting out of the, this huge problem that can't be solved and bringing it down to, this is me. I'm sitting here right now. I'm relatively healthy. I have all my friends and family. Um, yeah, and I mean that stuff is all super, super important. And I mean, in people that have family, Dustin, I keep seeing you put up all of these pictures of your kid, you know, all of these these line of sight kind of climbing through bricks and stuff. And it's kind of a blast. But I've also got to imagine you've spent more time with your son in the last three weeks probably than you 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 spent in a long time, right? I mean you. <laughs> That, that's a super positive part of this is the time we get to spend with our family because we're so busy with everything. We, we feel like we're so busy with things that we thought were so important until three weeks ago. Well, <laughs> right? And all of a sudden those, those things aren't that important anymore. Let me comment on the spending time with family thing for a second because I know a lot of parents are really stressed out right now with their kids at home because kids can be challenging, right? So, my son is a good example. Um, until really just the last couple of months, me alone with my son was anxiety producing because he's high energy. He cries a lot. I felt like I didn't know how to resolve, you know, like what he like. He always wants something and I just didn't have the energy. Also, I'm the kind of person who wants to be doing, for lack of a better way of saying this, more interesting things. Like I don't want to be like, look, three <laughs> good night train for the 50,000th time. Right. Like I want to be thinking big thoughts and doing creative and deep work. And my son wants me to, you know, good night train, get set to roll. It's being shown. It's right. Like how dare your son want you to raise him? The nerve, the nerve of some people. But look, it's mockable, but the fact of the matter is it's also like tiring. Right. And it's not so when yeah. we talk about getting our mindset right, it's hard to do when kids are screaming in the background. So to the point about the videos that you shared, what what I started doing was I was like, okay. 
what would it be like if I actually tried to see the world through my son's eyes? Well, it's hard for me to get around and crawl and do that. But my iPhone, I could actually bring that down to his level and point it just like over his shoulder, right? Like think about how a camera follows somebody in a video game or something. Like what would what does the world actually look like? And I started doing that. And I and the first one I did, um, uh, the first one I did, I I I, I shot a ten minute video, and surprisingly it was actually really interesting because he just went everywhere right and i got to see like how how does his little car that he rides around in look from his perspective oh my gosh now look out look at at this vast looking yard right it's not that vast but like it looks really huge when you're that tall right when you're just you know a foot and change tall right um and then crawling like just it was it was it was a whole experience so i've been doing that and, it, and it's made the whole experience more fun. But Scott, I want to say one more thing about this because you really helped me with this. And I think I've said this on a previous episode, but you know, I want my son to be like, I, I Tiger Woods started learning how to swing a golf club at 10 months old. Didn't know if you knew this. Okay. My son's 11 months old and he goes, ba 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 ba, And he slams on his <laughs> horn on his car. Okay. That's, I want my son to be swinging a golf club and my, and my son is going ba ba ba. And what you helped me to realize, Scott, is that my expectations are silly. Like, I get frustrated when things don't arrive at the level of my expectations. And this is what I would say. This is like kind of where I'm trying to build to. If you're having trouble with mindset, maybe part of the reason is that your expectations are just wrong. And you should just accept kind of what's going on. Like, maybe you're not going to have this perfect, like, you know, balanced chi mindset, right? Uh, With kids like screaming in the background. But just that's your life. It's okay. Your kids, your kids are your kids, and they have energy, and they're you're you're okay, and, and and that's okay to be in the middle of that and letting it happen, and not teaching them Mandarin that you don't even know how to speak, right? Like, it's okay. Just be present, and and accept that you can still have a superpower in the midst of that, and that you can still contribute some good to that, and and try and just enter into their level and enjoy it, right? Like that's. It's really hard to do. My dad always says to me, Dustin, enjoy the moment. And he waits to say it until my kid is screaming over the phone. Right? <laughs> He's like, man, just enjoy it. And I'm like, how do I enjoy it? Well, I think the way to enjoy it is to release some of these unrealistic expectations of perfect worlds and instead live in the world you live in and then start by trying to find yourself in that. Well, I, I would say having the ability to not be consumed by things that you don't have control over is a superpower. And we all have the ability to not get consumed by things we don't have any control over. Um, you just have to first acknowledge the fact that you don't have control over it, right? And I'm seeing, um, I'm, I'm seeing a, 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 a pretty good revenue creating uh, YouTube channel for you strapping a GoPro on the head of your son and just having a <laughs> baby vision. <laughs> Will, Will Gray wants to know if I can read Goodnight Train on the next uh, 100%. Uh, I don't even know what that is. You guys with young kids. <laughs> All I got to say is you guys get get together a list of books for Ricardo because uh, he's got a baby, baby boy no coming. <laughs> you know it's funny too because so one yeah. of the ways that i make good the world will be and the world will be here and the world will be here and we'll all be and we'll all be here and it'll all be good what am i missing 
uh, one of the ways that I made the goodnight train actually worth worth my time. <laughs> this is terrible. But I, I started making it interactive. So this it's a book about like a train going through like this like field and stuff on its it's it's supposed to get a kid to fall asleep. Well, I just described that book so powerfully well. Anyway, um, so it's got all these like, you know, it it uh slumber lumbers up the hill. Cars climb slowly up until, and then it like clips and like, you know, freight trains whizzing past, right? And so what I did is I, he sits on my leg. And so I bounce him, right? And I like rock and roll, kind of like, kind of like it's an interactive ride almost. And so he loves that. Like he just loves it. It's like, now it's like a 3D experience of the book, you know? Um, and that, that was me just coming, uh, coming, coming to the conclusion that like, hey, this is my life. Be present with my son. You know, it's not, he's not Tiger Woods swinging the golf club, but man, he freaking loves books. Where can that go? Right. Well, if Scott's an indication, that can go pretty darn far. Right. It sounds to me like your superpower. It sounds to me like your superpower is being a dad. So <laughs> you focus on that kind of thing and you don't get any better than that. Right. We'll see, because it, it, I think I think Ricardo is going to be the world's perfect dad. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I have a feeling that your kid's going to be like advanced three to five grades in his reading skills by the time we get through this thing. By the time he hits first grade, he's going to be reading Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> that would be my wife doing because she's she's smart, so she brought all the brain DNA to the to the mix, which is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, look, so we are uh, we're we're pretty far into this, and I feel like we you know we covered some good ground here. I just want to thank you guys for for being positive contributors in my life. By the way, uh, for what it's worth, I think uh, you know I know that my life had had turned something of a corner when I met Ricardo and then Scott met you because you got you know you guys are just forward thinking positive people. And to the point that I can't remember which one of you brought this up earlier. I think it was Ricardo, right? Like having those mentors. Like I consider you guys to be mentors to me and uh, it's been very elevating and i would say if you're listening to this podcast and you know you're looking around pay close attention to who's in your circle right now what are they saying what kind of energy uh, what kind of thoughts mm -hmm. what kind of how, yeah. how are they impacting you and and if the answer is they're bringing a lot of stuff that right now just doesn't matter right like the people you follow they it's the kind of stuff that they bring into your life is just getting burned away because it, it's not it just doesn't matter yoshi um <laughs> well here's the here's uh, the reality is nobody knows right now so quit so quit listening to people that claim to say that said they claim that they know what's going yeah. on and they're being negative they and you know just just yep. realize you know realize those people probably aren't who you want to be listening to and instead turn your focus and energies on people who are truthfully being optimistic, who are truthfully, you know, trying to wrestle with the situation. So they're not, you know, Pollyannish or not like, yeah, guys, you just, it's like, it's amazing. And it's always going to be amazing. And, you know, there, there are those like, you know, that's not helpful either, but people who are just wrestling with the mess and trying to, and trying to, you know, like, you know, we're here digging out uh, gold out of the trench, right. Who are, who are just willing to sift through the mess and find the, find the diamonds yep. in the rough and, you know, surround yourself with those people. Um, if you're struggling with mindset and you want someone to, you know, encourage you, help you, like Scott said, any one of us, we're happy to jump on a virtual call with you. Visit the Marketing Trenches Facebook group. That's a great way to sort of leave a message and ping us. You can also find information about us on our website, which is marketingtrench.fm, marketingtrench.fm. You can locate past episodes. You can subscribe to this podcast using that website. Uh, find other great content that we are going to be producing and putting up on that website here in short order. Uh, in the meantime, we hope you're all doing well. 
And, uh, you know, we just, we think that this is a really great moment in, in, uh, for, for just, you know, getting down to the basics and, and preparing yourself for, uh, uh, for growth, for really rapid growth after this comes and goes. Um, so if you want to learn more about that, please do reach out to us. We would love to talk to you until next time. This has been the marketing trench podcast. Yeah.